You are now listening to the Whipped Cream Podcast with Bianca Harris. Hey guys, welcome back. Please don't forget to review and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we're going to be doing visual podcasts soon, so look out for those. I will leave the link in the description of my YouTube channel where those will be posted hopefully really soon. Rafa Wayman with me here today, singer and songwriter. Thank you for having me. What's your astrology sign? Libra. Ah, so you're recent. Yeah, October. What was your birthday? Yeah, October 20th. Are you true to your sign? I think so. From what I know of Libras, we are um, creative, um, indecisive, um, and I recently read something about Libras being really obsessed with like balance in their life or trying to balance like not only their lives but other people's lives. This is all very correct. Is very correct for me because yeah. I spend so much time like thinking about like my own shit but then also someone else's shit and is someone mad at me and how can I make yes. them not mad? Should I buy yes. flowers over to their house and make them cookies? Like And then meanwhile, like so I'm surrounded by a lot of leavers, my mom, my sister and I have a lot. I told you, are you this, a, right? Are you a Gemini? I'm a Cancer. Okay, I was going to say because I'm like, I'm drawn to Gemini. Gemini Libra makes a lot of sense okay. though. Yeah. But, so my sister would be like, you hate me, you're mad at me, da, 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 doing all that. And I'm like, didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, so like, I always think that's hilarious because she's Super like sensitive. fucking losing it. Yeah. And I'm like, really sensitive like if someone like yeah. acts a little weird i like go through all of the shit in my head like oh my god okay so maybe they're mad because this oh uh, there was this thing last week where i didn't text them back you know oh, but it's funny because my brother is also a libra we're a week apart although he's two years older and we like i guess under the surface there are similarities but in many ways we are so polar different mm. um like we're both creative we're in the arts we're like extroverts we're good with people um but he's like super super sensitive um, like like and is not afraid to show it whereas me and my sensitivity i'll like cry at a movie but i'll like go into my room and cry. i don't know why i don't like being publicly emotional that's I'm, really like, interesting because very... you don't strike me as the type of person that would be sensitive yeah i'm very sensitive but not publicly yes like i, I really hold it in like i don't know what that is you know that like, must be your rising sign or something yeah there's I'm, a whole fucking thing man. i am i would we like don't to even, learn more yeah yeah it's interesting because I was just, I mean, I talk about this on all my podcasts because I think it just kind of says a little bit about who you are. That's why I always ask mm-hmm. that. But um, when you take into like account your whole sign, like your whole chart and all the other signs that you're made up of, it's yeah. so weird because you're like, wow. And I don't know that much about astrology. So I know what my sign is, but I don't know what my rising sign is. And Find what out. That means. Okay. Find out and then we'll. Yeah. Then we'll reconnect. We'll, yeah. We'll so we it. met through a friend of ours, yeah. Jamal, and yeah. I instantly like I, because you're an extrovert and I'm an introvert, I instantly was drawn to your energy because I was like, she's like how I am in my head, but mm. like I don't say any of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny is like I'm always drawn to people who are, because I'm I'm an extrovert introvert, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like because I'm good with people and it's part of what I do and I enjoy meeting new people, like dating was never a problem for me. Like I, I liked dating because I liked to meet new people. Um, and even if they were shitty dates, I'd be like, you know, what can you do? Didn't like, it really didn't make a dent in my life. Yeah. But at the same time, because I put out so much energy quite often meeting new people and always being the, the person like in a hangout who's like doing the stories and making sure everyone's having a good time and facilitating the conversation, 
I also feel like so exhausted a lot of the time and I love alone time which is why I've been single for so long is because I'm like I need my alone time like I need to spend time by myself or I'll just combust that's me but you're not single anymore I'm not single anymore newly newly it's the first time I've dated for someone for over three months I guess okay we're at almost six months and to me that's like (laughs) my friends are like we're married basically (laughs) but 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 at the same time like not because I'm the most like um unsingle single person sorry the most single unsingle person you'll meet in the sense that I don't no you're the most taken unsingle yeah (laughs) you're the most (laughs) the most Okay, I'm taken, but it, my life, I'm not that person who makes a big deal out of the relationship. And it's, I appreciate that he accepts that and is like super willing to like, you know, when we met and like talked about what my life entails and what my week entails and how I operate. Um, I had to talk about it with him because I was like, it will work for you or it won't work for you. And I don't want you to compromise your, what you need in order to be with me. But what I like, I ha- like my days are pretty busy and sometimes I'm really tired and I need to be alone. So tell us about that. Tell us about like what you do, how you got here, and what what does your week kind of look like? You don't have to go through every okay. step, but like yeah, yeah. you know, Monday, give, me, give, um... give me a gist. <laughs> okay, well, right now, then for the last year, I've been writing my album. So I released my EP in March, and that was a really big deal, um, a very tall, steep hill to climb. <laughs> it's a tall order, baby. <laughs> it's a tall order, and I know it's like six songs, but you That's know, so fun. it's like it's your intro into the music. You know, I mean, I've been doing music for a long time, but. With this project with Ralph, it was my official intro into the music community and industry. And I really want people, like, you know, I want people to respect what I do. I think pop music, it, I, now it's changed a little bit. But I would say, like, 10 years ago, I think people were reluctant to say, I love pop music, I listen to pop music. Right. You, you know, especially, like, dudes in the industry who, like, make rock music. Like, they would be like, no, like, pop, I don't listen to pop music. Because it kind of had this, like, I think thanks to, like, and all of the great stuff from like the 2000s, like the Britneys and the Mandys and the Christinas, it was all so catchy, but maybe lyrically and content wise, like wasn't always super, you know, meaningful. Um, it was just like little earworms, but you didn't necessarily listen to the lyrics and go like, oh my God. I'm like, touched. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is changing my life. This is inspiring me. And so, um, although like a lot of my music is influenced by that, because I grew up listening to that. I also did folk music for a long time and like studied jazz and um and I wanted to create songs that had narratives that How had do you content. study jazz? I went to an art school here. So I went to, I did music theater for 4 years. Gotcha. Turns out music theater was not my not my forte. It's a little too I've like, done it too. That's I'm intense. Sad. I've yeah. done it too. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. my teacher got me to sing My Funny Valentine and she was like, "Oh. Okay. You're in the wrong room. <laughs> this is you. I get it now." Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, and actually, like, when I was in high school, my brother did hip-hop for a really long time in Toronto, and he was part of this, like, little, like, hip-hop community in Toronto, and so all of his friends would get me to be their backup girl because I would do it for free, and um, and I was just down to sing. So I guess, like, I grew up singing that kind of stuff, lots of sort of, like, soul-driven, and so, yeah, when I started doing pop music, I was like, cool, I'm going to do pop. But I'm going to make it a sort of, like, hybrid mash of all the things that I like and that I listen to. I don't want to put out music if it, like, I have to love it. Of you know? course, especially with music. Yeah. I'm a really big music first thing in the morning. Like, I need, mm. it's just weird. Like, I say that because, like, there's people who literally don't listen to music. And oh, I'm my like, God, yeah. You're a calm psychopath. Isn't so. that weird when people are like, <laughs> I went on a date once 
And I've been on many dates in my life. Let's just clarify that. Like, I could literally write a book. Um, I went on a date once, and I remember, like, it was, like, pulling teeth. Like, I was just, like, I would, I was, like, um, okay, like, you're not saying anything, so I guess I'll just, like, say anything. And I was, like, what kind of music do you listen to? And he said, I don't really listen to music. And I was, like, well, I would like to leave. <laughs> so what? So wait, I'm so done. what is it that you fucking do Exactly. Then? When you go to the gym, what do you do? When you're walking for an hour home one nice fall evening, you don't Music think- is also medicine. Like, I've worked out some shit. Totally. And also, like, I find that, um, I was just talking about this the other day, one of my favorite things about music, and I find with, like, smell as well, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is that you attach memories to music. So the other day I was sitting having coffee, and um, War on Drugs came on in the coffee shop, and it was like, Ooh, like it took me back to this very specific moment in BC with a guy I was dating and a friend that I'm not, you know, no longer super close with. And so two people that I'm no longer really close with, but it was a moment. And I remember seeing War on Drugs live in this beautiful theater in in Vancouver and drinking beers and having (laughs) When you said I was on a date with a guy, my mind went somewhere else. And I thought you were going to tell me this really crazy sexual story. I was like, I don't know why my mind But I have those too, which is great, (laughs) you know? Oh boy. When I listen to Most Deaf, the panties, I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> but it's so cool like I love that that you know and like it's so cool to think of like how people attach memories to my music and I and that's like I get so many DMs and tweets <clears throat> personal messages from strangers who tell me tons of shit you know like one guy was like I think my boyfriend's cheating on me um Fuck. Blah, blah blah but you know when I listen to your music it makes me feel powerful it makes me feel like I can stand up to him and confront him about it and and I wrote back and I, I was like I'm not a therapist. I, Dump him. I, I, but, but, and he gave me these, like, he was like, here's some, like, here's some things that are happening. He comes home and has a shower. He lies over, and I was like, okay, so these are red flags. Uh, if you're asking my opinion, these are red flags. Sounds to me like you need someone who just takes better care of you. Like, don't take me word for word, but like, you know, fucking empower yourself. Like, I love it. yeah, like, if you are not happy and this person isn't taking care of you and is making you feel like unwanted or disrespected, eh, eh. Been there, eh, eh, not Too worth it for that shit. So it's cool to have people messaging me, being like, "Your music makes me feel empowered. Your music makes me feel sad or nostalgic or you know filled with love." That is the ultimate goal when you do music is to make people feel shit. Getting messages from people in general thanking you for what you're doing because that's not what you're going into it thinking that you're wanting to do. Yeah. Because a lot of the things I do straight up comes from a selfish place. Yeah. Like I have this podcast. I really want to learn about how people, how they got there, like whatever it is. Learn about their journey and, yeah. you know, different ways of doing it. And then it ends up helping a bunch of people. Like, it's that, crazy. You don't intend necessarily to do that, no. right? So. And then when you find out that you did it, you're like, are you, did, is this the wrong person? Did you, wrong person. Did, you, did you meet a message for me? Like, I'm sorry. You did what now? You feel what? I did that? Whoa. Like, I got a really nice message the other day um, from uh, a young male in Ajax. And he was like, hi, I just wanted to reach out to you. I'm a young trans man new to Canada. And been really challenging fitting in finding myself listening to music i know and i was like what like i actually was like this is because because it's it's one thing to like have you know people reaching out to you it's another thing like most of my messages come from young queer males young like teens to maybe early 20s and it's so you know i can't tell you exactly why pop music 
has this affiliation with um, you know queer men and these like pop female icons. I yeah. don't exactly know what the math behind that is, but I can tell you that they are the most supportive community ever. The most. At all my shows, I would say front five rows are literally young gay males who know every word, who are like, "You're so beautiful, like we love you." Like they're it's they I like I want to always make sure that like I respect them and like let them know that I am so grateful for that support because it's crazy. They're yeah, like, that's so unwavering loyal. for sure. It's fucked. So. so when does your album come out? <laughs> um, so <laughs> how does that is... process work? Like it's your first album, so how do you even know how to approach it? Like, how, like literally, write. I'd be like, so how, how the fuck do I do this? You just write as many songs as you can all the time. And like you have to, I think at first I was really like hard on myself. Like I would write a song and then be like, oh, like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't I love it and I would be like oh like should I change should I talk to the producer and like you have to accept that you are going to write a lot of songs that will not be on your album maybe you'll never use them or maybe you'll revisit them in a year or two years and maybe you'll find a way to rework them or you'll like them better I'm not sure um but now I know that yeah because I spent like literally the last year just writing as many songs as I can um I've accepted that sometimes you just spend two days writing a song and then you just don't feel it. I think you got to like... That sounds like a short amount of time. It... Well, I don't, I write songs really quickly. Like, oh, um, okay. Yeah, I... I'm like, I need three months. <laughs> you can, I mean, you could. Right. And maybe the song will be so amazing that like it's worth it. But I gave myself kind of a year and now like I'm giving myself until the end of this month to have all of the songs. Cool finished not mixed and mastered i'm asking you this from a point of like i have no fucking yeah, idea yeah. how this works all i know and everyone's process is different you know right. it's funny i was talking to jazz Carter about this the other day uh he was saying that writing from like from someone who does rap or hip-hop is totally different because you have to write so many words it's not like you get a little verse exactly it's like you have like their verses are like jam-packed with stuff that's so true. actually the content like it's still there they're still writing shit that's meaningful but it's 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 I don't know if it's more challenging or like it, it's interesting. I would love to. We were saying that we would like love to sit in, in on each other's process because yeah, he's, he's amazing. so interesting, you know, and what he does and how he does it. So we work with um, the same producer, this guy called Lance. OK, um, cool. and for my album, I wanted to focus a little bit more on because I, the EP was 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 identified as 80s synth pop. Mm -hmm. And that's how people kind of think of me now. Mm -hmm. And that's just because there's synth and pop in it. I actually, like, that's not really my goal is to be an 80s artist. It's not my favorite genre. If anything, it would be, like, more like 70s. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to How do you navigate. get not boxed in? You do. Everyone right. will box you in. You like, even to. for Cold to the Touch, I remember a blog being like, ooh, like, Ice Princess, like, land and the law. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not what this song is about. It's about being honest with someone You're like, I, because oh, you respect man. them enough to be like, hey, man, you know what? I think, like... I, we're not on the same level here with how our, we feel. Let's be honest. It's not about me being like, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not, not trying to be a nice princess. But it's funny how, you know, everyone interprets your music differently. Um, I'm sure we do it with songs we listen to. But, but yeah, I'm trying to like, for the album, I'm trying to stay away from doing. I'm, I want to stray a little bit from what people think it's going to be. And I want to focus a little bit more on incorporating elements of like hip hop, R and B and whatever soul. you genu genuinely love. Exactly. Exactly. Like I listen to a lot of like Kalela, SZA, um, uh, who else? Like, um, I mean, even old stuff like Erica Badu. I'm stuck in the nineties. I just posted that on my Instagram. Are today. you? So? I, I've been stuck in the nineties. Like, and it's like, I obviously love a lot of new music, but I have Sirius in my car. So I hear a lot of the new music and yeah. I'm always like, I'm going to turn that off. So I've turned into one of those people that's like, these kids don't know. Yeah, and I'm like, like, Bianca, shut up. So who are your favorite artists? 
of all time? Fuck, yeah, dude. I mean, like, I know that's um, a really hard question. Who do you listen to? Like, I listen to a lot of hip hop. Okay. Which is like always another battle for me because like as I grow into like my I hate the word feminist but like into that person you I'm like to the this, lyrics these lyrics more. and this content's killing me but totally. like I have to just separate it I think I've come to terms with like this is entertainment and I'm not taking it on and that's what I have to do yeah yeah because I love hip hop and yeah. I love watching hip hop interviews I love being like listening to the culture and the competitiveness of it is just like a lot totally but my favorite artist that's really difficult Erica's really up there for yeah. me I'm like just dying to like just go hear her play a set and oh, not even good. like just any, I just want to to be in the room with yeah, you yeah Shade um, she's not in, I know okay. it's like a not she's popular my, yeah. but no no I mean everyone like you know I just love like hardcore hip hop okay. like I really oh, okay. do okay. like bone thugs like <laughs> I'm like I'm not oh, a, I'm not kidding yeah like I'm like in there okay um but then also like Michael Jackson and James Brown like I grew up on that yeah, so yeah. it's like I can't pick it's, sure. it's too hard but like yeah. that's kind of like a lot yeah. of that was like infused into my brain through my childhood and my dad and yeah. like so my like James Brown influence has yeah. then turned into like my hip hop does that make sense yeah yeah for sure and I'm like still how do you totally feel about like Anderson Pack, who's someone who makes like I like it but yeah. it's still there's still there's still like something that it's, it's me like I'm like yeah. I gotta give it more of a chance because there's I love it his, I his love is really sonically. melodic bass which is cool I really like his music a lot I went to something uh what did he do in Toronto not long ago he did a show he did a show yeah, and I went yeah. to it I, I think I one of them it. it was phenomenal yeah phenomenal like top to bottom i was like this is fucking sick yeah so much energy totally like the undertones that i like yeah. so I, I love a lot of music though yeah so it's, it's really difficult yeah i do too it's interesting like when you try to summarize i know when people are like who are your top three favorite artists of all time i'm like oh i cannot answer that it's it's diff like i i actually couldn't like i could maybe tell you like i only could do this because i have a girlfriend uh i lived in copenhagen for a year and i met this wonderful girl there um who was her brain is uh, she's so smart and she does this really interesting thing with her brain where she like she loves to categorize things top five best breakup songs doesn't work for me top five I can't do it. so she challenged me once and she was like what are your top five favorite songs and I was like come back to me in like honestly four months I I like kind of it's hard I can tell music you music like, is hard because it's really it really depends on what's going on totally. too right I just think of what songs most stand out to me. That, like, so can I kick it? Like, I am obsessed with Tribe. I've listened to Tribe since I was, Tribes, like, 13. Yeah. Um, I know every single word to can I kick it. Did you it? see Q-Tip's rant about no. Grammys recently? No, 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 no. he went off because they are not, they not didn't nominated. nominate them yeah. for anything. It was their last album and stuff, so. That's, I mean, that is kind of, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. Although, that being said, Daniel Caesar getting nominated for two awards is also, like, so, I'm so, I know. like, We all are. thrilled. Yeah. I, that was, it was funny. Like, if you'd asked me, like, six months ago, like, Who's your, like, all-time, like, who are you trying to um, collaborate with on your album? I said Daniel Skizer for, like, ever, ever, ever. I tried so hard <laughs> to get in a room with Danny and, like, went through my booking agents, like, talked to his manager, like, even DM'd him, and now I'm like, okay, I will gracefully accept that <laughs> you, you never are know, just though. too... I mean, that's the thing. I'm not giving up. You got to keep that door, the, the, the energy open. For sure. I think, for me, it's also, like, I think people look at me and they're like, pop artist cool all right that's not like you've never really listened to my music you don't know what my voice sounds like you don't know what my writing style is like so maybe like this album will help expand me of people course. will kind of listen to my music and be like oh you know what i could see myself doing a song with you you know like i'm hoping that ugh, god it's like so much pressure to put in yourself to like do that <laughs> you're going you know? through it right now i'm seeing it <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're you see my lead yeah, yeah, like totally. my sensitivity come out now <laughs> no yeah. but i get it that's i i Totally get it. I think I just popped into my head though, but a newer artist for me, I think is like, I, I mean, Kendrick has always been totally every album, every yeah. song. And then I went to his concert, the most recent one, yeah. like Kung Fu Kenny, whole vibe. I was just like, 
Couldn't yeah. even dance. Yeah. He, he was, was a fucking mosh pit. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. He, and I think he's someone who's like, you know, on the like feminist tip is conscientious lyrically. Um, totally. Um, and you can see him evolving in it yeah. too. Like every album was just getting even. And I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do next? Yeah. You know? And I love feeling like that about an artist. I mean, and that's the, that's the goal. And again, as an artist is to like evolve and have people with every album be like, he's doing it. He's doing it. It's or not she's a, doing it. His albums don't feel like a continuation. They feel like every, every album new, is completely different. Totally. It's kind of like Lady Gaga. Like I feel like someone like that, like re Do you watch recreates. her dog? No, I haven't. I know I have to. I also have been told that I need to watch with Debbie Lovato. <laughs> oh, on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Great, I'm watching uh, that tonight. I, I like her. Me too, dude. I am trying to get to her show in March. Like here, uh, yeah. She ha- she has a show in March, and me and a couple of my girlfriends are like, okay. So if you listen to that album, you gotta. I don't know if she's writing her own songs, but whoever's writing those songs, they are brilliant pop songs. They are. She must be phenomenal. having. Yeah, she's she, she has she's got. Co-ways. She's also been through some shit. Exactly, and that's what makes them so good. And that's why I respect her is because she like went off to like rehab to like work on her you know eating disorders and her like Drunk. mental like all that shit yeah, and she yeah. came back and she's doing good and she talks very openly about it which i think totally. is really important because literally everyone's an addict in some way Absolutely. that i talk to whether it's shopping fucking your phone yeah drugs out like everyone has their thing where they're just obsessed and you see it for sure you know and i think we're at a point now where like there's less of a taboo when it comes to being open about addiction and mental health and i think that that's God. super cool because now we're all like hey guess what me too you know and i think uh that is so important and i know for me like i've literally dealt with depression i can't remember like i literally was like how can you be depressed at three but i feel like i was yeah (laughs) you can't remember a day when it like hit you know it's been it's been that long right and i think that it's really i think it really is genetic for me like both of my Mm. parents have struggled with it like both so it's like so it's coming at you from both sides and two different kinds yeah manic and then one yeah and then my dad has like struggled with substance abuse his whole life. I've had my issues 100% that I can't even. Mine has been like when I, I've only this only dawned on me maybe this year. Yeah. Where I was like, holy shit, I've had this same tendency with different things. Hmm. So like first it was shopping. Then it was eating compulsively. Yeah. And then it was this. Yeah. Then it was drugs. Yeah. Then it was alcohol. You're like, like an like, addictive personality. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Interesting. If it feels good. Just do it all the time. All the time. Yeah. Give me it. Without, Give the, me it. without thinking about the consequences or like really acknowledging like how you feel about it in the long run you just fucking do it because it feels good yes mm-hmm. so and that's even I, now that i'm older i'm really really looking at it even in relationships like yeah. if i really like someone i really like them yeah yeah and yeah. then that is not good no that's a little no one wants to be really like that quickly <laughs> yeah yeah right for sure so like that's got nothing to do with them that's all my shit yeah. so it's like i can start dealing with that now because i can really fucking see the pattern yeah and like i think that i'm honestly just starting to tackle that now yeah like right now <laughs> and it's so amazing when you finally have that like aha moment where you're like oh i see the connection and now i want to figure out how to work on it and it like i think that moment is so important and then taking the time to actually work on it and like taking the time by yourself to work on it too you know to like to like sit and really think about why you do it and i mean talk to someone about it who is a professional of course, you know 100% you have that to that is so important you know like you've got to address that shit or else you're just going to carry it through your life and and you know and just be a little miserable always yeah i think that that's the, like that's the thing is like i i feel like a lot of us well i know i did feel like oh i kind of just i can handle this on my own totally always yeah for sure and that's i you did, can't i did that's the thing is like i did that for so so many years with eating and i like you know, I was a chubby kid and then 
in grade eight, I figured that if you stop eating and obsessively work out, you can lose weight. I think also naturally my body was like, you're growing. So that helped. But I remember losing like 30 pounds in like two months or something. What? Crazy. Yeah, crazy. At that age. Yeah. And all of a sudden I went from being the nice girl, the nice pretty face girl to being the hot girl. And you feed off of that. When all of a sudden you're getting attention from Mm. the guys, you're like, oh, I want to keep going. And that's the problem with weight loss is that everyone all of a sudden is going, oh my God, you look so great. Adults, your parents, friends, your brother's friends, all of a sudden like you're losing weight and people are like, I don't care how you're doing it. You just look great. And you know, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll keep doing this. And then I guess that's when like the unhealthy eating habit started. And um, from there, I just quietly kind of transgressed from like lack of eating to actually making myself be sick. And then I was bulimic for 10 years. And a decade. Yeah. I would wow. say maybe even more. I'm giving, I was just saying 10 years because it feels more comfortable than like 12 years. <laughs> right. um, and it got to a point where like, you know, it is a burden. Um, but you don't know how to eat otherwise. You really don't. You just what get, is a burden? Like food? having food. Oh God, yeah, yeah. The relationship you have with food is is mine is messed up completely. Totally. Like it was. You eat because it was weird. I guess with like you would eat whatever you wanted with because there's no. You have this this thing in the back of your head that's like, oh, it's okay. Um, I can eat whatever I want because in in you know twenty minutes it's gonna come back out of my body. So you just you eat because. You don't eat because you're hungry or because it tastes good. You just go. So you don't eat because it actually tastes good. No, you it's don't just taste like, it at all. No, oh, you wow. just like you just you just do it because it's like yeah, I get it. Okay, I get so it. every time you eat, you yeah. have this. But then there's this 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 thing in the back of your head that's like. So let's say you're at like you're working at a camp as a camp counselor, or you're at school, or you're at your dad's friend's Christmas party. You have to find a way to go to the washroom Fuck. and make yourself sick. So like, there's always this this pressure of like, anxiety okay, like like you know there's it's like this it's like this weird responsibility that you have so that became like the hugest burden and i hated it and i hated that that was the only way that i knew how to eat but you just become so used to that being your reality that you don't know how to get out of it and um yeah it got to a point i think like i think the breaking point for me was being you know like 25 being like an adult you're not 15 you know you're 25 and you should be like an inspiration to young you know I'm like I was like a nanny to like a young teen like girl like and I was in BC with my brother having sushi and I remember going to the washroom to be sick and I didn't lock the door and a woman walked in on me and it was so embarrassing she was like oh oh my god I'm sorry and like you know like opened the door totally yeah and like I had my finger down my throat it's not like I was like sick to my stomach from the sushi it's like clearly I'm making myself sick and I remember that being the moment that I was like nope you're not doing this anymore wow it's so exhausting really more exhausted you just can't and I had to reteach myself so I didn't uh I didn't seek help I decided that I would deal with it on my own because I am a strong human and I just decided like okay so from now on if you eat food staying in your body and you have to live with that now you have to reorganize how you eat and you have to think about what's gonna feel good in your body um you know yeah like what are your like intolerances like if you eat bread does it feel good when it's in your body if it stays there for you know the rest of the evening so I had to reteach myself like how to eat and so yeah I have I have a, a and you did this all by yourself yeah I actually have a not uh haven't talked to my family about this yet um most of my friends know I had a eating disorder therapist for a little while oh okay um so a little bit I mean obviously you've educated was, yourself after, on it too. Yeah. yeah and I like I just kind of knew it was at a point where I was so ready to stop that I needed to actually make that commitment the, the final commitment and be like 
And also, as a singer, it is the worst thing you can do for your vocal cords. And that was, I think, one of the biggest things pushing me, too, was, like, I remember, um, what's her face? I never thought about that, really. It's terrible. Um, I can't remember who it was, but there's a singer who said, who was bulimic, and she said, it's like smashing a hammer against your vocal cords. And I remember thinking about that every time that I was sick. And you couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, nope, you can't do this. If you want want to have a career in singing, you are ruining it. And, um... Sometimes I wonder, like, what damage I had, you know, on my throat and the teeth. And, like, I still have so many issues with eating now just in the sense that, like, I can't eat a lot of things. They don't, they don't seem to break down in my body. Maybe because I got rid of my natural stomach acids for so many years. I've, like, fucked up the balance. Right. So now I just live with being a very simplistic eater. And because I think, so on the topic of, like, mental health, too, tied in with this. So I developed pretty serious anxiety about two years ago. maybe maybe three um and my eating disorder therapist said that this happens with because a lot of eating people with eating disorders have um they're obsessed with control yeah you have to always be in control and the moment that you are somewhere where you can't make yourself be sick you feel you are spiraling because you're like gotta get it out of my body gotta get out of my body i'll do anything to get out of my body and so i think once you stop doing that you you will feel like you know when you're when you just decide to stop making yourself puke you 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 struggle with control so now i have um anxiety and i learned that how to i'm learning uh how to deal with that so for instance like do you find yourself being controlling in other areas now? oh uh, for instance i have to make my bed every morning in like an ocd way i never make my bed (laughs) it's become like in the last like i developed probably about three or four years ago i started doing it and now i can't leave my house without making my bed even if I'm in a rush, even if I'm late, gotta make the have bed. Have you ever not made the bed and had to leave and just fucking I lost can't. it? I, well, you have I would. not. I would. I would. I would lose it if I didn't. It's something like that, or like I set my alarms to. Um, this is really weird. Set my alarms to odd numbers. But can I just only. say ha- I'm, thank you for being so candid? Because yeah. I don't think you understand that like people are gonna take a lot from this, including me, and I don't have the same exact issues. Well, and that is like why you know what I said was like I, I I'm at a point now where like I want to talk about it I am super happy and really want to like especially with teens I really want to be honest with eating and with anxiety because I'm someone who spends a lot of time focusing on my mental health and what I need someone who's been single for a long time I spent a lot of time figuring myself out I had to um because I had a lot of shit that I was dealing with imagine doing that in a relationship exactly I couldn't train wreck I couldn't I would yeah. I would I would I wouldn't make any time for the person they would be miserable how long were you not in a relationship oh, while you were doing this forever okay. I've never had a proper <gasps> thank you like, you're giving me so people. much hope. like I know right like <laughs> no and I have so many girlfriends who are the same way like my best friend is like an amazing confident talented young woman who like really has a hard time being in relationships because she's got a lot of shit that she's working on yeah, and she needs to carve out and that is okay do you know but do you know that i never i don't really bump into that many people that have like most of the people i bump into are in relationships so i'm like i don't think that oh it's hard for me girl, to come and hang you out get with it, my you friends get it. i have like a i have so many girls that you would love who are all like so fucking like right now they're at this point in their life too because where they're like focusing on careers figuring out what they want to do and like some of them have been in relationships and then realized oh years in this is not the person i want to be with tear it apart and start again you know and i think like that's super courageous and you have to do that especially if it's because of your own like your own shit like it's really important like the guy that i'm that i'm dating now he i've told him everything about this he knows all about my eating that's amazing stuff. yeah that was like one of the first things that i remember like when i told him all about it he like just took it in 
and he's very conscious. So now when I'm like, hey, I know that we haven't seen each other for two days, but I have to go to the gym tonight. He's like, go to the gym. Come over after if you want. Like, he knows that it, I, I have to, like, do this stuff in order to, to be. And for me, like, working out is, again, tied with anxiety. Like, I, when I go to yoga, I, I run. I have to. That's when I get rid of all my, my anxiety that lives here. That's, like, the way that I get rid of it. If I'm not working out, if I don't have the time to do it, I will turn into a ball of, of anxious nerves. And I'm feeling it now because I didn't get to go yesterday. Yeah, totally. And I literally am like, nope, I, sh- I shouldn't have went to that dinner. Because I really, like, I love my friends, but I, I shouldn't have went to that You dinner. wanted to prioritize yourself instead. Yeah. I should have went to the gym. Yeah. And now I'm like, I have to go do that today after this. Totally. Because I'll fucking lose it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I literally mentally go now. Yeah. Like, I have to go. Yeah. Even if it's, like, kind of a weird time. Like, I'll go late at night. I go to 24-hour gym. And I'll go, like, at, like, 11 p.m. People are like, you're crazy. And then people get kind of weird. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm actually this is good. good. This is good for me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm definitely, like, very when it comes to, like, yeah, mental health stuff. Like I was actually thinking about, I was talking about this the other day because in music, um, eating, it, they, there's this weird thing with touring and eating shit. Where yes. it's like- Same as on set, it's eating like, shit. Exactly. And yeah. people have accepted it. And they're like, like when, we, when I was on tour recently with the Darcy's, I like was saying to the guys, I was like, I, I don't eat fast food. I don't, I also don't eat bread. So like, that's really hard for me. I don't eat wheat. So um, I was like, I, I refuse to eat shit on this tour and they were like oh that's so cute like of you like like come back to me in three years and like tell me and I was like no I refuse to accept that this is just a thing you have to do when you're a true musician I- I'm going to like so I want to start this I have this idea where I want to start you can start like I don't a know business. like or like a, a an Instagram with ideas so I, I started doing this sort of jokes thing on my Instagram stories where I was like eating healthy on tour with Ralph and I would make these like meals these like sort of like you know the poor man's like zucchini smoothie which would be like protein powder and an avocado like smashed up with frozen fruit and it looks like baby vomit but it's what makes me feel good or when I'm like in the car we'll go to Tim Hortons and I'll have my chia oatmeal and then I'll get a tea and I'll put the chia oatmeal in the tea and ta-da oatmeal instead of anything's possible if you really want it to be but we all have accepted that shit totally set tour whatever the hell it is I want to crap. spread the word that it's like you it's can do it it lets you know we're all embracing mental health you know eating well like it's all tied let's not make like the arts industry like it's like we're also like it's like filled with sensitive musicians who are almost image conscious and like you know people like it's this should not be the industry that we're just like oh yeah like set food is just like muffins and like it's horrible you know that creamy like sauce with the it's they give you literally candy yeah like sour keys. yeah and then you also you're, you're that's the other thing is like when you eat shit your um energy levels spike up and then they go way they down go way down yeah, I know. and when you're a musician and you gotta wait until like 1am to perform you gotta you gotta stay up you can't crash yeah. and alcohol is not going to help you get back up in the long run i mean it might make you feel you know <laughs> so yeah that's all the stuff it, it totally intrigues me um me too 100 percent. and i i'm curious to like you know it's cool to talk to other people who are also feeling the same way um and Huge. and you know i yeah there's like definitely a place and uh like a market for um for like i think like encouraging healthy eating within because it's it's like i think for a while people were like embarrassed about healthy eating you know you don't want to be the person so who goes too. to a restaurant and you're like i'll just get a salad 
Yeah, that's also, my mom. Also, can have the dressing on the side? Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm spending money on this food or, like, you know, I want to feel good about my body and I'm not going to be, like, and I mean inside and out. Like, when I eat, I have to think about, like, will this feel good inside? Will I get a stomach ache? You know? Or, and, like, will I feel, yeah, I just have to be conscious of, like, trying to make myself feel good all the time. Totally. But, like, if you notice, the conversation started somewhere and it ended up in that because it's all connected. Totally. I think that's what thing, like, people, like, we try to compartmentalize, like, who we are. Like, okay, career, um, relationship, <laughs> food. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's all the it's fucking all same. all tied in. Let's bring it back. It's kind of like you can't have one without the other. It's like that saying about a couch. You can't have all three. Cheap, uh, comfortable, <laughs> looks good. You, you can have two, but the, the third... You know, it's like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like you can't have a relationship and a career without, like, f- you know, feeling good. Like, it's you, it's it's all tied in. Never going to happen. Yeah. I so. think that's a perfect way to end. Yeah, I think so, too. Thank you so that's much. Good. Thank you. I really appreciate me. it. No. Please you. tell the people where they can find you before we leave. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Songs by Ralph, um, on iTunes, and on Instagram, Songs by Ralph. Facebook songs by Ralph, SoundCloud songs by Ralph. I'm very easy to find if you just type in songs by Ralph, you will find me. Uh, note there is a, also a rapper called Ralph that is not me, um, but you could check him out. Just give a little plug. Why I not? Love you. <laughs> um, again, thank you for coming on and thank you guys so much for listening. You can find me at I am Bianca Harris and Whip Toronto if you haven't been listening to the last 30 le- episodes. Get on it. <laughs> Get on it. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, that's it. Amazing.